Hello and welcome to a very special edition to Uncensored, not Uncensored Radio, Uncensored Horror. <laughs> and happy Valentine's Day to all. It is a Galentine's Day celebration with me and my special Galentine, Brooke. Yeah. And we're, <laughs> we're here to celebrate <laughs> the only way we know how with blood and gore, obviously. And this year, we chose to celebrate with the 2001 slasher film, Valentine. Now, I usually choose to celebrate with my bloody Valentine as I have chosen on my shirt. <laughs> with my bloody Valentine, Todd Farmer. But uh, we did not do that this year. Oh, Maybe next year. Still love you, Toddy. Still love you. Oh, maybe we could have a threesome next year with Todd. I think he'd be into that. What do you, what do you say? Call us, Todd. Yeah. Let us know. So uh, first first impressions, what was your first impression of this film? So I, I actually really liked it. I feel like it was really, really underrated. Because um, I'll be honest and say I hadn't actually heard of it before you told me to watch it. Um, and I feel like it kind of, in the period it was it, got lost in the whole, you know, outpouring of horror that was that point in time. So I feel like if it was released at a different time, it might have had a bigger following, if that makes sense. Very 2000s with this yeah. cast. I mean, we have uh, Denise Richards in her prime, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, David... <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna blow his last name. I am sorry, David Boreanis. Did I it's did I like that. did I do that right? We'll just call him Angel. <laughs> uh, my personal favorite, Marley Shelton, who uh, <laughs> comes back and comes back in a big way in the Scream films. Uh, we also have Catherine Heigl in this one, a brunette Catherine Heigl. That's yeah, that threw me. I've never seen her as a brunette. That was weird. It was very weird. Uh, we had Jessica Capshaw, uh, Jessica Koffel. I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name correctly, <laughs> but uh, she <laughs> was pretty big in the 2000s. You may remember her from such films as uh, Legally Blonde, actually. <laughs> I loved her in that. She was so much fun. Mm-hmm. But I agree with you. Uh, I think that this film kind of got lost in the 2000 slasher, other 2000 slashers that were bigger around this time. Um, yeah. I don't think it was one of my favorites. Um, watching this again, it was, uh, I thought it had some pretty creative kills, honestly. Yeah. But not my favorite. I was going to say. I was going to say, like, I enjoyed it. I wouldn't say that it was, like, my super favorite, but I enjoyed watching it. So. I mean, if you are looking for other things to watch on Valentine's Day, we can discuss this at the end. But <laughs> we'll get into that. Let's let's dive right into Valentine. We mm -hmm. start this, uh, this film in the 80s in San Francisco at a high school actually it's a junior high so it's even I was like, more it's junior high isn't oh it? no it's it's sixth grade actually i <laughs> it's even more awkward oh, sixth God. grade valentine's dance <sighs> i mean when i think about my sixth grade dances <laughs> not so good not see good. we don't do that here we have like discos but it's not the same type of thing i mean like if you didn't spend your like half your dance crying in the corner, you weren't doing it right, man. <laughs> it was bad. Uh, but we meet our our main character, Jeremy Melton, who is an outcast, and he he uh, shoots his shot and asks these girls, uh, Shelly and Lily and Paige, to dance, and they uh, they're not feeling it. They pretty. <laughs> They shoot him down pretty harshly. It's so sweet, though. <laughs> He's so cute. I mean, but, yeah. Yeah, they, not nice. they think of some pretty creative ways to shoot him down, too. One, oh. one of them 
one of them say like, oh, I can't remember like the exact lines, but one of them, they they were pretty mean. Like it wasn't just like a no, it was like or drop dead. It was pretty bad. <laughs> there was one that was just like, uh, not right now. Like maybe that, later. That was Kate. Kate says maybe later. Maybe we can do this later. And uh, I think Paige was the one that was pretty mean about it. And that's mm. um that's Denise Richards' character. So oh. ex <laughs> I expect nothing less from our friend Denise Richards. So <laughs> oh sorry, I have a huge thing. Husband ha husband absolutely adores Denise Richards. <laughs> oh. Um yes <laughs> i'm trying to i think this was after wild things if i am um not mistaken. i'm pretty sure it was after as well no, but yes every was... boy my husband's age loves denise richards well after that movie i'm pretty sure everyone does look <laughs> never was, so was a fan <laughs> even less now <laughs> i mean something <laughs> so jeremy gets to their rich but a porky no that's not how they describe her plump they describe plump. her as plump not plump plump they describe her as plump they do rich but plump friend dorothy and uh she pulls them under the bleachers and they start making out but when the bullies discover them going at it she tells them that she has been attacked he attacked me yeah she she says they've been i've been attacked and they pull him out and they strip him down and they start beating on him that was and then you just see him uh focused right in on his face and you see his nose start to bleed mm -hmm. now it's important this is a very important detail later on in the film so it's later revealed that uh he was expelled from the film due to this, and he gets sent away. Reform school, wasn't it? He got reform school, school, and then juvie and a mental mm. institution. He uh, does not do very well afterwards. Mm -mm. We fast forward to 2001, and Shelly is a medical student at UCLA. Yes. And she is on a date with Jason, who refers to himself in the third person as Jason. Jason thinks very highly of himself. Oh. Jason's having a good time on this date. Mm. Shelly is not. <laughs> and uh, Shelly uh, lets him know she's not really having a good time and calls for the check. Check. <laughs> uh, uh. I thought that was great. I thought that was a very slick move. I don't. <laughs> I, yeah, it wasn't, it was not a good moment. Like, uh, and then my, my favorite part of the whole thing was when he's like, so you had this, this and this, and he split the bill. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not against splitting the bill on a date, but it's like, let's like establish that beforehand not like when you've like realized like i'm not getting any on this date so yeah. we're gonna split it now yeah uh yeah it was cringy but she had a hell of a line like i'm not a doctor yet but i i i just want you to seek medical attention i advise that you seek medical medical attention like immediately <laughs> he's like i don't think so like real like Mm. Like, I don't think I should have to. Mm -hmm. So she ends a bad night like all girls would would end bad nights at the morgue, right? Like, that's how that's you end up bad dates. I mean, that's what I do. Right? I, like you, you, you just, you know, you change out of your fancy clothes and you go to the morgue. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, why not? Absolutely. You know, I, there's nothing I like doing more after a bad date than carving up a dude i mean it's therapeutic it is truly like just <laughs> take it out on the corpse man take it out on the cadaver well look i mean yeah here's you know, one she prepared earlier <laughs> you know what it's it's better to take it out on the cadaver than oh my god what was that <laughs> 
she uh she uh runs into a fellow med student who uh asks if she needs anything and if she's uh okay by herself she says oh, i'm fine i've got my corpse i'm i'm a-okay <laughs> and uh he hands her some a card that has been left for her and it's <laughs> a very vulgar card <laughs> and it's, it's signed right. jm and she just kind of brushes it off and goes back to her cadaver, which she goes to slice into him, and he takes a deep breath in, which startles her. Which well, it would look. Yeah, you, as you do. I mean, I, I'd have shit my pants. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, I, I would be a little startled myself. <laughs> I mean, cadavers don't generally breathe. No. But anyways, so she takes a step back runs into the closet where her cadaver falls out of the closet which generally does not happen and no. then she looks back on the table and the cadaver is gone so yeah. empty table empty table so she realizes maybe someone is in the room with her probably not a good thing She's not as alone as she thinks. She is not as alone as she thinks. And she is attacked by someone in a trench coat and a Cupid mask. Mm. So that uh, cadaver is not as helpful as she originally said her to her classmate. So she starts running away and hiding through the morgue. And she uh, is, has reached a dead end. She has nowhere else to hide. And she gets the grand idea. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I made it funny. I didn't even realize it. <laughs> Mom joke. <laughs> so she gets this grand idea to hide in a body bag. Genius. In theory, it is not a bad idea, but uh, our Cupid is a little smarter than her, apparently, because he just starts ripping them open and stabbing them and... He, he's a persistent little shit, isn't he? Mm, he? He eventually is. finds her and slits her throat. And hey, you know, the cleanup's already done. She's already there, ready to just sit back up. It's fine. Yeah, yeah it's like, yeah. It's like, I mean, he already, like, the job's already done. Like, she just, what? I mean, he is, he is not anything but you know an efficient killer Definitely. <laughs> like, like it's there's no mess like not fast we'll just zip her up later she'll be fine no big deal mm -hmm. but when he's done you'll notice that his nose starts bleeding a little bit so mm -hmm. you already know right away who the killer is yes like, yes you do so right away you know who the killer is and it's like okay so movie's over Mm. right it's Jeremy Melton it yes but I like this whole twist thing though because what does he look like now that he's all grown up that's, that's the thing. what got me we don't know what our pal Jeremy looks like that's what got me so next scene is our pal Paige and Katie or Kate <laughs> I don't know. She kind of goes back and forth. I don't know. 
we're, we're complicated creatures, okay? Katie's are complicated. We're very complicated creatures, okay? <laughs> They're going to a speed dating thing, which, by the way, this Katie would never be caught out at speed dating. Mm, see, I, yeah, no, not my thing. No, no, couldn't, couldn't do it. And the montage is exactly why you would not catch me there. Especially with a friend like Paige who steals the only oh. eligible bachelor. <laughs> I like it. And she just like leans right across like, hey, I'm Paige. You know, she's in a serious relationship. <laughs> like friendship over, friendship off. Like you're the one that dragged me here and then you steal the only eligible the guy. Uh, like, friendship off. We're done. It, it, it's over. If you hear them talking after, though, it's not, it seems like it's not the first time. No. And it didn't seem like Kate was really into it, anyways, that she's probably yeah. not really done with her boyfriend, Adam. So uh, it doesn't seem like she's too uh, torn up about this. No. M maybe she'll get torn up later by Jeremy, but we'll see. Uh, they get a phone call from their friend Dorothy, who informs them that their friend Shelly has been killed. And at the funeral, you see them getting questioned by a detective. And they admit that they uh, haven't seen her in a while. They've lost touch. And they have all subsequently received cards from JM. Mm. Or they will. <laughs> You'll see in the next scene that uh, Lily and uh, Paige will be the next ones to get them. And theirs are <laughs> the chocolates. Yes. Ah, it's genius. I was waiting for like razor blades or something in them. I mean, that would have been a good one. Yeah, that like because I was like, oh, broken glass or razor blades or something. Because like, let's face it, this is meant to be a slasher. All right, so I kind of imagined like biting into the chocolate and the blood. Just, I mean that but, um, that would have been a good one. I, I yeah. like that would have been a real good one. But but uh, mm. but the maggots was a nice touch. And the card says you are what you eat. Yeah. So I just, I felt like, look, it made me cringe as well. Uh, it was not, I've not been able to touch a chocolate since. Ugh, but... <laughs> and Katie's about to throw up. That's brilliant. I have a thing, like, with bugs. Like, it's just, I can't, okay? It's just. But I just, look. The way, and her reaction, like, uh, just, uh, that and, was great. Yeah, she just, she's not having it. She's just, she's not having it. She's not having a good time. No. She's probably off chocolates for a while, too, quite honestly. <laughs> but this is also where they come up with the name Jeremy Melton after they try to figure out who JM could be. Yes. And they kind of brush it off like it was sixth grade. How could this guy still be angry about that? Yeah. yeah. Like, no one holds a grudge that long. <laughs> apparently. Yes, they do. Apparently they do. Uh, you uh, also get to meet uh, Dorothy, Dorothy's new boyfriend, Campbell. And, and, what, and what would an uncensored horror filming be without Thor making appearance, ladies I mean, and gentlemen. I mean, I was waiting for him, so, you know. <laughs> he, he can't stand not having attention. He can't stand it. Okay. He's the attention pussy. It's fine. He is. Yeah. My pussy needs attention. <laughs> Are you okay? He's chewing on plastic. Look, I mean, it could be one of the kids. <laughs> okay, he's going to make a lot. Of, I I got to get that. Or okay. he, will, he will make a lot. Of, oh, no. Okay, he's going to take it over there. You're going to take it over there? Okay. okay. Win. 
Okay. <laughs> so then. Can you hear We that? meet Dorothy and a horrible stepmother who is just, she's, ugh. <laughs> How also, horrible is the stepmother? <laughs> love that she says you're not even old enough to rent a car alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. But I'm just like, oh, she's a horrible bitch. Mm -hmm. Just not cool. We also meet Campbell, who uh, is apparently Dorothy's boyfriend. I didn't get I don't think he is at this point because I think that, yeah, because yeah, like mm, well, he his roommate roommate moved out, wasn't paying the rent, uh, supposedly, and uh, he moved in temporarily to the mansion into the guest room. I mean, it's not like there's not any room in that mansion or anything. No, I mean, look, plenty of room. Plenty of room. No big deal. <laughs> Later that night, we move on to Lily's boyfriend, Max's art exhibit. Ugh. Max is a really shitty artist. Like, And he's shitty. a really shitty boyfriend. Yeah, he's a really shitty boyfriend, too. <laughs> okay. Consent, folks. Consent. You don't invite someone into the party without consent, okay? Threesomes All are parties fine. must consent. Mm -hmm. Threesomes, threesomes are fine. Are, like threesomes are fun, but Jesus. Yeah, threesomes are great nice. when all parties are consenting. A hundred percent. So this shitty art exhibit, which is basically porn. Basically porn. hundred percent. It was great. <laughs> did you did you notice as she's like walking through right before uh which was by the way my favorite kill just this big old set of titties <laughs> i was like titties <laughs> yeah, i just heard your voice in my head too like i could just hear her going titties <laughs> <laughs> poor chrissy was like out in the kitchen in that pot and i'm like in the lounge i'm like <laughs> yeah, I just <laughs> yes. So she's just trying to find her way out. She's just pissed off. He's had enough. And Cupid appears with his bow and arrow, but mm -hmm. you know, this is not your typical bow and arrow for Cupid. And he just starts shooting him into Lily. Yeah. And then into the dumpster. That was, that was a pretty good fall. Yeah. Like, that was so good. Mm, I thought that was a pretty good kill. It was clever mm -hmm. because it kind of took her out of the equation in a way that nobody kind of worried about her because she was going away. Yep. She and said, I have a flight in the morning and she just disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone assumed she got on her flight and left. Oh. So when they go to the police station the next day to discuss things, they tell them, you know, she got on a plane to L.A. She's out of town. It's not a big deal. Mm. No one really cares. And, well, first they're at some house. Whose house were they at? Did they even say? Was it? No. I, I think it was um, Pages house like the two that live together's house is weren't they there well it's, oh no, no that was later on sorry sorry i'm getting ahead of myself no so, i i don't know whose house they were at but the detective is questioning them in a house and hands them some hands them cards that were sent to the parents that say too bad so sad from jeremy melton yes oh they were probably at um the first person that died's house okay would that yeah. have been that kind of makes sense. it well, kind of does but kind it, of not. it kind of does but it kind of doesn't but an unexplained house where they're being questioned and that's fine and then that's when he they, hands them the card that was sent that that says too bad so sad that's and sad. they yeah. say that lily went out of town and then when they're leaving they're discussing 
what you know why is jeremy so pissed off like yeah it's not your fault he attacked you and dorothy's like well maybe he didn't really attack me this is what happened you know i was i was big and I didn't look like you guys and I just couldn't stand the fact that he was the only guy that talked to me that night. And when they found me there, I just said he attacked me mm. and they all just kind of like, Oh honey, it's okay. But like, no, it's yeah. not okay. It's really <laughs> not all right. It's the kid was traumatized. Right. I mean, the kid, you ruined the kid's life. Of course. Like you, mad. <laughs> you sent him to prison. You're a bitch. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Not cool. Pretty, pretty bad. So, moving on. Uh, They're planning for the big, um, I nearly said Halloween, because that's my favorite. They're planning <laughs> for the big Valentine's party. Well, no, they, um. Did the cop harass, um. Oh no, uh, Kate's neighbor. Um, oh, he's creepy as fuck. That we one. forgot about Kate's neighbor who uh, likes to rhyme to hit on Kate. Hey, Kate, I think you're great. How about a date, Kate? It could be fate. And she's like, you're creepy. No, she says you're pretty scary, Gary. <laughs> she's got her own rhymes. She's got her own rhymes. Uh, Gary is... Uh, breaking into her apartment to steal her undies and uh, the killer <laughs> catches him uh, mid a crime and uh, beats him to death. Apparently, apparently Cupid doesn't think it's cool to steal underwear. So, I you know, maybe next time don't break into people's house and steal underwear. Everyone's got to have standards, even a serial killer. I can't decide if maybe he's mad that it's Kate or if he's mad that maybe Gary beat him to the punch. Just not sure. <laughs> Either way. I mean, moral of the story, don't steal girls undies. Uh, yep. That's, I yeah, don't do it. I, I feel like that's, that's the lesson here. Yeah. Don't, don't be stealing <laughs> underwears. You'll probably end up dead. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's probably not a good idea. I have a guy in a cupid mask that, you know, guards my undies too. It's it's a thing. God, it's just... <laughs> Gotta tell you, maybe back in my 20s, my underwear was worth stealing, but... Uh, look. Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Look, it's fine. I just... I mean, I mean some people are still into that. I mean, look. You can make a lot of money on the internet with that. But that a is... woman on the internet that sells farts in a jar. Come on. <laughs> she was on my night. She was on 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> Perfect. I watched that season. We can talk about that off air. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Valentine's Day. Valentine's yes. Day. The big day is approaching and Dorothy is planning a party. Huge, huge party. Uh, but she's not going to have a date because the killer killed Campbell. <laughs> no, the killer kills Campbell at the party. First, they have the argument. And the, uh, the other rich woman comes out of the woodworks and says, you really think he likes you, honey? He's here for your money. He did the same to me. He stole a bunch of my stuff and then he left. And then, yeah. But the other woman comes to the party anyway. Still doesn't have a date because he's dead. He's dead. With an ex. Oh, that was great too because she sent him on an errand. Like, like. <laughs> Just. Dead. Dead. Dead, dead, dead. Dead. Mm hmm The other one also dies. That's fun. Yep. She's uh thrown when she thrown out the window through the yes. shower? Yeah, I believe so. Um and then he kind of gets her 
And this is the part that where my children went, oh, this is freaking me out. Uh, (laughs) I actually paused right before impact. She actually gets stabbed with a huge shard of glass. He kind of like smashes her face against it or like her throat. Oh, it's classic. Into the huge shard of glass. And uh, that's when the kids decided to stop watching. Um, Yeah. And, you know, um, Paige, Paige's death is actually where I really started to remember this movie. (laughs) The hot tub. Look, I loved it. Could not happen to a nice whore. (laughs) (laughs) I liked it. Paige is in the hot tub, just kind of chilling, enjoying herself, and she gets uh, trapped in the hot tub and impaled in the shoulder with a drill and electrocuted. I loved it. I thought it was just great. Very creative. Very creative death. It's it's up there in like, you know, from the. It's one of my three to top three to five kills. I liked it a well, lot. You know, Paige is a party pooper because she killed the power at the party. So, yeah, the party. What breaks. a war! <laughs> party. <laughs> the party breaks up and. Now Kate and Dorothy are arguing over who the killer is now. And Kate thinks it's Campbell because they don't know anything about him because Dorothy couldn't even give him a last name when they're at the police station. Like, mm, what's the guy's last name? Yeah. And um, Dorothy says, well, I think it's Adam. You know, because she's a... Because Adam's an alcoholic, so obviously that makes him a killer. Yes. 100%. I mean... A journalist and an alcoholic, obviously. Serial killer. Hundred percent. That's the uh the MO. Come on. But then we get word from the starving artist that Lily never arrived in Los Angeles. Mm. So she's probably dead, obvious. You know, she's probably dead. And we call Detective Vaughn, because De- Detective Vaughn's gonna make everything okay. But when she goes to call, there's, you know. No fine. So she goes outside and, oh, Detective Vaughn's already here. Yay. I mean, part of him. I mean, <laughs> he lost his head at the party. He lost his head at the party. Oh, darn. <gasps> Happens to the best of us. You know, that's what happens when you party too hardy. You lose your head. <laughs> you lose your head. <laughs> oh, dear. And that freaks her out. And she goes running back into the house. Because that's what you do. That's what you do. You know, obviously, after you've already left the house where the killer is, you go back in. You run. You run full force back into the house and start they screaming. Never, they never learn. No. You never learn. <sighs> they never learn. They never learn. <laughs> it's just frustrating. It is. It is. Um, it's uh, yeah. I'm never going back into a house once I see the dead people outside. Just, mm-hmm. just not. So, <laughs> surprise of the century. We learned that. Uh, Adam is Jeremy. Yes. The brass. And uh, he's had a little surgery. A little. A little bit. A little bit. (laughs) I mean, when you were at the cop station, he's going through all the, like. Yeah, the composition photos. And what this kid would look like. Not even close. Not and, even a little bit. And then Marley Shelton's like, do you have a more recent photo? It's like <laughs> And he's just like, if you if we did, don't you think we'd be looking at him? Yeah. I I couldn't. I cannot with I that. That's yeah. who's writing the script? That's that's what I want to know. I look for me with the whole 
like, you know, when we get to the end and there's the whole thing and I just, the reveal, I just kind of went, oh, you know, that kind of got me. Mm. Not in a great way. Mm-hmm. Not in a great way. Um, they could have done that whole thing a lot better, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But uh, another surprise. Uh... <laughs> Killer's not, not Jeremy, apparently. Look, I uh, see this is the bit I don't like. This is the bit I don't like about it because, oh, it, it just didn't make sense. There was no cohesiveness to the end of that. It just right. clashed. It, it, it did, that, that's what got me too. It's like, wait a minute, but, but huh? That, 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 so, that, that doesn't work? What, huh? But then when you overthink it, like me, um, huge overthinker. Mm-hmm. I kind of went, oh well. Did he like drug her or whatever, and put her in the mask, and she was disoriented, and you know, is that how that happened? Like he almost set her up. Well. <laughs> Because that was back when the, all of these slashes were sequel after sequel after sequel. Mm. So were they trying to set it up for that? Well, movie's not over yet. Mm. Because after Adam saves the day, Adam slash Jeremy saves the day and pulls off the mask and reveals <gasps> it's Kate's friend Dorothy behind it all. shocked still can't get over it no Mm. shocked and then we get this story about how trauma and anger and you know yeah and and adam's always loved kate and yeah just can he ever forgive her and or can she ever forgive him? And uh, they embrace and they wait for the cops and just, it's all over supposedly, you know? <laughs> and then the noise. And the nose bleeds. Yeah. It's a, uh, yeah. I, <laughs> This just, it, as I said, the ending kind of got me and not in a great way. It's, um, they could have done a lot more with it. Mm-hmm. And that is the end of the movie. Yeah. I just, yeah, I feel like they could have done a lot more with it. But, yeah. Yeah, it's just. But then, as I said, I feel like were they kind of trying to leave it open to have a sequel? Or were they, yeah. I don't know where they were going with it, but. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. It just, I don't know. It was just kind of. A meh kind of ending. It it started off pretty good, but kind of fell apart (laughs) towards the end. Yeah, I agree with that. I do genuinely agree with that because it started off good. It had some great kills. Um, I think it got pretty convoluted at the end where they're trying to 
oh, he must have had reconstructive surgery. And oh, yeah. like, yeah, you're just. What would have made it better is if when they were going through the compositions, if there was one that looked a little more like the like, character. Just make him a psycho. I mean, yeah. he, he like he is a psycho. Just yeah. just make him what he is. Like, yeah, it's me. I'm yeah. mad. I'm yeah. still mad. 13 years later, I'm still mad. Yeah. Just make it what it is. Exactly. Like instead. They just, it was weird the way that they ended it. It it was weird. Just instead of her just kind of guessing, oh, that must be him. And then, hmm. then like, oh, maybe it isn't. Maybe it's all in my head. And then, yes, it is him. And you'll yeah. never know. Yeah. It's just. Messy. It's, yeah, messy. That's That's exactly the best way to put it. Yeah. It's too many ideas trying to get told at once yeah they they threw 12 or 13 different theories right in the last 10 minutes and just right went, here's an ending they had a good idea and they should have stuck with it like yeah like here's your like here's your killer i've revealed your killer go with it yeah. It just the red herring at the end was just kind of silly. Yeah, I agree. So it was released in Feb, Feb, on February 2nd, 2001. Yeah. Shockingly enough, people didn't like it. <laughs> uh, it had a $29 million budget. It earned its money back, but not much more. Uh, it earned $36.7 million back. So it made its money back and smidge more. Not enough to uh, earn that sequel that it was probably gunning for. Yeah. So they got a little ambitious and did not quite make it through. Yeah, no. No. Uh David Boreanaz shot his entire role in less than two weeks. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> I well, he, didn't, he didn't make that many full face appearances in it. No. no so I reckon the guy behind the Cupid mask, whereas it is him, oh, genuinely yeah. wasn't him. Like, yeah. he would have been off filming his TV stuff and all of that. Uh. Tara Reed was originally considered for uh, the role of Dorothy Wheeler. Wow. Okay, that's weird. I don't see her. Yeah, I don't see her for that either. Uh, Luke Wilson and Jeremy Sisto were uh, considered for Adam Carr. I could see Jeremy Sisto for Adam. Yeah. He's, he's got the right kind of psycho. Yeah. He could definitely do it. Yeah. I, that, I, I like that would have actually that. been very cool. <laughs> I think I like him a little better for it, honestly. <laughs> Sitting here thinking about it, I'm like, oh, that would have actually been better. So much better. It was shot in 42 days. You can tell. Yeah, you can definitely <laughs> tell. They also considered Jared Leto for the role of Adam. Oh. No. No, uh, no, now I'm, I'm still kind of hung up on Jeremy Sisto for it. <laughs> I I really like him for that. So do I. I would love to see that. I would love to see that. Uh, believe it or not, uh, Catherine Heigl has disowned this film. She no. Hates no, I know. She hates it. Of course. She, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she said she didn't read the whole film before accepting the role. And in a 2005 magazine interview, she said she regretted the decision to appear in the film after seeing the final cut. Well, I think it's her best role yet, honestly. Look, I mean, it's not like it ruined her career. She was shit anyway. But, like, you know, she can claim whatever she wants to claim. <laughs> Denise oh, Richards was cast in the film without an audition. Because she's a whore. <laughs> she played a whore. She was born for that role. 
so bad. Oh, look. I even hated it in Housewives. <laughs> the original script delved more into uh, Jeremy's predicament. It strongly implied that Jeremy was the instigator behind the fire that killed his parents, while the finished film simply touches upon that possibility. However, see, the a bit more backstory would have built this film. Well, again, it was shot in 42 days. What yeah. are you going to do? Uh, the film reveals that even his domestic background was unhappy since his father was a drunk and his mother was rumored to to having been abused by him or uh, or having abused him i'm sorry oh even even having his treatment as a juvenile delinquent uh jeremy kept having trouble with the law and therefore spent more years in various clinics so he was just kind of doomed from the start yeah. that see the script really just didn't do anyone kind of any justice and no. filming in 42 days really didn't help either i think this film was kind of doomed from the start it, yeah as i said it was put out in that period where everyone just wanted you know that straight slasher kind of film but i don't think that they mm, well like, reached to where they could have the potential of the movie was there but it just it didn't get there well, Jeremy Blanks, who is an Australian film director, did uh, Urban Legend, was probably hoping to have the same kind of success as Urban Legend, which mm. aged beautifully, beautifully. I mean, he was probably hoping lightning, you know, strikes twice. It didn't with this one. Nope. But, you know, maybe his other films did better. Have you ever heard of Storm Warning or Long Weekend? No. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, Jamie. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Out of five Cupid's arrows, what do you give this one? Uh, look, I'll give it a three and a half. I'm being generous. Normally I wouldn't be, but as I said... The film, I can see its potential, but they just didn't get it there. I'm going to give it two and a half. It wasn't so bad, but man, I wanted more out of this one. It's mm. fun for what it is. It has a great soundtrack. Great. Yeah, that's, I like that. Great soundtrack. But if you're looking for something a little better to watch on Valentine's Day, if you're not into the rom-coms, you could always always watch uh, either of the My Bloody Valentines, either the 1981 or the 2009. We here at Uncensored Radio are a little partial to the 2009 one, seeing as we are, you know, a little friendly with the Todd Farmer. Love you, Toddy. Love you, Todd. Uh, there is also uh, the zombie classic Pontypool if you've never heard of that one, it is about a uh, radio DJ who uh, is trapped in his station during a zombie a, during a zombie invasion, basically. Oh, and he can wow. kind of hear what's going on, but he can't get out. It's, wow, it's really good. It's on over here. It's on Netflix. But I don't know. I should probably have done a little more investigating for the uh, Aussies. Pontypool's pretty good. Uh, I want to say Happy Death Day was on Valentine's Day, but maybe not. But it's a great one. It's a good one. It's a really good one. And what's another, what's another good one for uh, Valentine's Day? I want to say there's a Tales of the Crypt one. Can't think of the episode though. Me either. And you've said that and I can see it. <sighs> Another uh Katherine Heigl movie, uh, Bride of Chucky. <laughs> also works. Also <laughs> if, if, if you're looking for another Katherine Heigl fix, this this is another I, I I you know, 
I don't think she disowned that one, which is kind of funny that she wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, why not? Right? Why not? Why not? Why not? That was a great one, too. Yes. But either way, no matter how you spend your Valentine's Day, we hope you're spending it with your loved ones. And And that you don't get murdered. Well. Well, Amy, whatever you do, we're not going to judge. Don't steal underwear and you won't get murdered. Don't play with cadavers after bad dates and you won't get murdered. Be nice to the kids who you think are nerds, moral of the story. Be nice to the awkward kids. Listen, if someone asks you to dance and you don't want to dance with them, maybe turn them down very nicely, okay, kids? Or just dance with them and that way you won't die. It's a three-minute song. It can't be that bad, all right? It's not the end of the world. Let them down gently. You never know who's going to turn into a psychopath later on in life. That is the moral of the story. You do not want to be on those lists. You don't. You don't want to be on their list because people hold grudges and they come up with really creative ways to kill you. Okay? Mm -hmm. So until next time, happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.